The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the Nightcap here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Scott Seidenberg in for Tim Murray alongside Sean King. And joining us now, the Sportsbook Director over at the South Point, Chris Andrews. And Chris, I want to get your thoughts. I know you guys didn't have a market on the NBA draft, but what we saw here over the past less than 24 hours was something that I've never witnessed before, and that's the volatility of the market. Uh, just to update the listeners, what had happened is that Jabari Smith was the overwhelming favorite to go number one overall. And then last night, the odds shifted minute by minute, second by second, where Paolo Boncaro went from a plus 450 to a minus 300 favorite. And then this morning, Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN tweets out that Jabari Smith is locked in as the number one overall selection. Online books move him to minus 2,000 to go number one overall, and then 10 minutes before the draft, he says, wait, Paolo Boncaro's number one. Boncaro <laughs> then goes to minus 200, and he winds up being the selection. As a bookmaker, what was your take on all of this chaos that went on here with the NBA draft? That I made a good decision to not <laughs> Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> but I was watching... Uh, I was watching Gil and Drew Dinzik, and Gil had Paulo Bancaro, and I think Drew had him like a while back. Yeah, uh, nine to one. Yep. They, 
nine to one. Yeah, I think Gil. I want to say Gil took fourteen to one. Does that sound right? Yeah, because he was and, twenty uh, to one a couple of days ago too. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Krakenberger had a big bet on him. So those guys were in the know. I, I mean, I don't pretend to be any kind of expert. Certainly, I was surprised Holmgren went number two. I thought he was going to go number three. Now I didn't know if Smith was going to go number one. I really kind of thought he was, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't think I'd have tweeted out like Woj did, uh, which really kind of moved the market up, down, sideways, in between. But, uh, you know, I don't know Drew personally. I, I've had some interactions with him but between Gil and Crack, man, and they're both good friends of mine. So I'm glad they made some scores on this thing. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll put some of that money back through the uh, South Point windows. <laughs> you know, I was very, very glad for those guys. That was That was good. They nailed it. I mean, they nailed it all the way. And I heard Gil's reasoning, too, and he was – you know, very upfront about how much you'll help all those other uh, Magic players. And, uh, you know, obviously the Magic felt the same way. Do you think that this, you know, chaos that we saw here leads to, I mean, I'm, I don't want to say maybe a change in the market, but, you know, there's a reason why you guys and most of the books here in town don't offer this. And it's the reason why you're also limiting uh, on the NFL draft as well because of the volatility of this market where one tweet from an insider that thinks they have good information completely manipulates the market. Well, you know, Scott, I've talked to some of our people, and right now, now, I reserve the right to change my mind, but right now we've decided we don't want to book any anything but games themselves. So no votes as far as, like, you know, MVP votes, no drafts as far as, like, whether it's a basketball draft or the or the football draft. We want it, We want games a chance because here's things that, you know, it doesn't lend itself to chance. The only chance that you take really is if you have the wrong information. Whereas, you know, you could, I mean, what were the Yankees down tonight, 6 3 or whatever, and yep. they pull out a win? I mean, that that's, you know, that's a game of chance. Thanks you know, for reminding me, Chris. I had Astros money line. Thanks well, for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were booked pretty even on the game, so I didn't have any real skin in it. Uh-huh. So I, don't, I usually believe me, I'm trying to beat the Yankees, but tonight I had a lot of Astros money. But nonetheless, yeah, you see my point. I mean, that's a game of chance. You know, whereas here, uh, you know, if you had the right information, the wrong information, it seems like they never seem to bet that much on the wrong information. So we usually get nailed on these kind of things. So that's our policy right now. I don't know if anybody else is going to change their policy. I can only speak for the South Point, and that, that's really what we're going to be doing for the time being. Now, when it comes to the Stanley Cup final, which we have in progress here, the Lightning uh, are trailing three games to one, going to Colorado for Game 5 coming up tomorrow night. Uh, I know you and I spoke before the series began. You said you were pretty um, okay with either outcome, Colorado and Tampa. Uh, is it the same now, or did people come and hit you in series? Now they hit us in the series with the Lightning. Um, you know, and listen, every game's been close. I can see that. I mean, yesterday, well, I mean, you know, go to the overtime. The Avalanche thoroughly dominated the overtime. But, you know, you really, you look at that whole game, that really could have gone either way. And I know there's some dispute on that final goal. But, you know, really, I don't see that call very often. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, the, the, the sixth man on the ice had nothing to do with the play. So that really doesn't get called very often. But, but nonetheless, to answer your question, Scott, I did get hit with Viking money. I'm in a real good position right now with the Avalanche. You know, I was very thankful for the win yesterday. Like I said, they did dominate the overtime period, but up until then, it was really a game that could have gone either way. And I could see guys taking good value with the Lightning. They've been in every game. And even that, I mean, listen, you know, I've seen, and we've all seen hockey teams come back. You know, they've come back from 3-0. And you got the Lightning down 3-1. 
But I mean, they can come back and win this thing. I have no doubt that they can. And I think this, you know, hockey's just a little bit different than some of the other sports because it's such a game of inches. And each of these guys, you go on the ice, you're on for about a minute, a minute and a half. Uh, you know, you, you, you're just trained to look at the small picture rather than the big picture. And I think that really helps in a situation like this. You know, Chris, for those of us that had the lightning on the money line yesterday, would you be yeah. willing, because there were six players on the ice and there's only supposed to be five, to refund some of those <laughs> tickets? No, Sean, but, needs, Sean, know, wants, <laughs> Sean needs help up here, Chris. <laughs> Sean, we're good friends, and I'll tell you right now, I will give you a buck and a half for, for South Point Hot Dogs. I absolutely will do that. No problem at all. No problem. Yeah, sauerkraut is extra. Though. I don't want you yeah. spending any of that yeah. Super Bowl money. Yet. Uh, uh, I wanted to ask you, Chris, you know, now that, you know, once the Stanley Cup is over, and and, and I personally believe it will be over tomorrow night when the when the uh, Avalanche win at home, uh, it's, it's just Major League Baseball now for the long haul here. Uh, anything that you guys are doing over at South Point? You have anything coming up? Are you are you are you planning for uh, things coming up here over the next couple of months before we get into NFL preseason? No, I got all my people, including me, taking vacation well this time of year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna have. I mean, we got some meetings coming up to figure out how we're gonna market football. You know, we always want to do things a little bit better. Not that we don't do things well already, but we want to do things a little bit better. So we'll be kind of gearing up towards then. But, you know, right now I got a lot of people and, you know, the way the South Point is, a lot of people have been there for years and years and years and have built up long vacation times. Mm. So we got to try to get everybody uh, in into the vacation between now and, real, you know, try to get them before August, but that ain't going to happen. You know, try to get them in before September 1st once we get football going. So uh, we'll have a small crew until then, but, you know, the action's, you know, pretty light between now and then. Just baseball is a daily grind and, you know, some hockey. I mean, some uh, some golf, NASCAR, you know. So, you know, we'll, we'll get through it and uh, just trying to get my people rested up and uh, hopefully for a big football season coming up. Yeah, you probably should expect an uptick in your WNBA. <laughs> you know, we will. You know, I, I know I, I'm guilty as anybody. I forget about the WNBA sometimes. I hate to admit that. But yeah, I mean, actually, uh, that's that's grown the last couple of years, and having a team here in Las Vegas certainly hasn't hurt. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll probably get a little bit more action there too. Well, consider I don't think it's anything. It's not going to be anything that they're beating down the doors to bet. I can tell you that. Uh, considering that the NBA draft is almost over, how involved will South Point get in the futures market, rookie of the year, and, and those kind of bets? Well, you know, as I said, right now, I'm not going to get involved because those are votes, you know, and I think uh, at this point, that's my policy. Now, may I change? Yeah, absolutely. I've changed a million times over the course of my career. But right now, I just don't feel that's in our best interest doing that. I'd rather book the actual games themselves. And, you know, that's what we're going to do. And we're going to see how that goes. Uh, USFL playoffs this weekend. Are you taking any action there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, you know, I know if you look at the stands, it doesn't look like, uh, it, the 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 game has grown much, but we're getting pretty good action on that. And by the way, we got CFL going too. We got a lot of Canadian people coming through town. A lot of the snowbirds, uh, they're here in uh, in Las Vegas, and we got a lot of them in Mesquite, you know, which we have two locations down in Mesquite. A lot of Canadians spend their winter down there, so we're getting some pretty good CFL action too. And yeah, we'll stay busy with it between CFL and USFL. 
you know, it's nice to get your uh, football tingle a little bit, you know, and it's kind of fun to watch, and the action hasn't been too bad either. The New Orleans Breakers in the last game of the regular season look like the worst team in the USFL, so I'm sure they'll beat the Birmingham Stallions outright. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way it goes, you know. I mean, it's crazy stuff in any level of football. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I'll probably be on the New Jersey Generals just because it's like a hometown thing for me. I like them. I got to go with the I mean, the likely scenario is General Stallions. Yeah. You know, are both of these games in Canton, the semifinals and the the finals? And the finals, gotcha. All three games, yeah. They're in Canton. Yeah. That'll be neat. Yeah. Probably be ten people there instead of the two. <laughs> yeah, up in I'm hoping they get a little bit of a crowd there. You know, I, mean, I guess it got a little stale in Birmingham, but hopefully in Canton, uh, you know, bring some people out there. I, I, I hope. Anyway, I'd love to see a little energy with the uh, with the game. So we, we got about a minute left. Will, will you be offering? I don't know if you did it the first time. Will, will you be offering live golf odds? Ooh, good question. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things. If there's a market out there for it, we absolutely will, yeah. Right now, I haven't had really anybody asking me for it, but, uh, you know, we, we, we will have it if people want it. We'll find some numbers and we'll, we'll get them out there. Sure. And I have a feeling it's just a matter of time before people – I mean, listen, some, some big names, great names, and, you know, you want to play the morality card. I don't blame you, but I got a, a business to run, and that's what I got to do is uh, – you know, if there's a, a if there's a demand, I got to create a supply. Awesome, Chris. Appreciate the time and the insight, and uh, enjoy the upcoming vacation scheduling because I know it'll be. I different. got a couple <laughs> weeks penciled out. Yeah, I got a couple weeks penciled out, so I might not be around all the time. Uh, well deserved. We'll talk to you soon. There he is, Chris right. Andrews. You got it, guys. Sportsman director over at the South Point for Sean King. I'm Scott Sadenberg. This is the Nightcap right here on VSIN. It's the Sports Betting Network. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is uh, the Nightcap alongside Sean King. I'm in for Tim Murray here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, Travelers Championship ongoing in golf. I just asked Chris Andrews from the South Point if they were going to offer some live golf odds on next week's <laughs> tournament coming up in uh, Portland. But um, the Travelers right now, Rory McIlroy is tied for the lead at eight under. Uh, Rory came in as the favorite, and you know you look at this guy, and it's like no one's been playing better, you know, than, than Rory over the past month, right? Yeah, and. Um, I he is a, he is still your favorite now. He's at plus two twenty five up on DraftKings to win the Travelers. Xander Shoffley is one stroke back. He's at plus four fifty. Scotty Scheffler, the man who is the world's number one, who's been playing better than anybody in twenty twenty two, he is at fourteen to sixteen to one to win this event. And Scheffler is two under. Two under? Yeah, I think so. So he's six strokes back. Yeah. And he and there's a lot of golfers in front of him, but yet he is your fifth favorite or so at sixteen to one. So I rode with Davis Riley, who's two under, Mito Pereira, who's plus three, and Jay Newman, who's plus three. So I don't know if Newman and Pereira can even make the cut. So all my eggs pre flopper in Davis Riley's basket. Can he make up six strokes on Rory? Where's uh Riley and Davis Riley right? minus two? Seventy to one right now. What'd you get him in before the tournament? Uh, I think he was twenty. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can get him at seventy to one right yeah, now. Yeah, I probably pass. <laughs> yeah, I might take someone at Shuffler though. If there's anybody that's going to make up six strokes, it's Scotty. Oh, it's Alatares. Alatares will win a non-major. He's not. Um, he didn't he play. Didn't play no. Okay. No. Yeah, he had time off. Go see a psych. Yeah, Tony Finau is two under as well. If you're looking at just names. Uh, Finau is a long, I mean, yeah, you can't even get these guys. I mean, 150 to one for Luke List, who's two under 130 to one for Tommy Fleetwood. Um, oh, Tony Finau, 55 to one right now. Fleetwood laid an egg last week. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He didn't make the cut. Uh, let's see who else. Webb Simpson is 14 to one. How far back is he? He's now that's, see, that's a bet because Webb Simpson is only two strokes off the lead. He's 14 to one. So think about it. Webb Simpson's 14 to 1. Scotty Scheffler's 16 to 1. You have one golfer that's six under. You have one golfer that's four on, that, that's, um, that's two under. The four stroke lead that Simpson has over Scheffler, and you're only getting, you know, 200. I gotta put some there. calls in. See who hung out tonight. See who went to bed, got some rest. <laughs> <laughs> over there in Cromwell, Connecticut. Yeah, yes, they, uh, the mean they, streets of Cromwell. Yeah, I guess they're, <laughs> what are they driving to Foxwoods or something? I'm yeah. sure there's a, a wine bar somewhere around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, that's what's going on uh, in the golf world. Uh, Major League Baseball, bottom of the ninth inning. It is six to two. The Phillies over the Padres. So Philly looking to uh, snap a little three-game losing streak, and their offense really broke out here 
against Joe Musgrove, a surprising candidate to break out against. But over the past four games, the Phillies have only scored seven total runs. They scored six runs just in this game alone. So a breakout for the Phillies offense. Uh, did you have, you had the over? You pushed it now with eight. Yeah, I had the oh no, it was seven. So oh, I, seven. I hit so you it. hit it. Okay, yeah, I hit it. Yeah, yeah. I figured with Joe Musgrove on the hill, it was probably uh, lower total here. Um, Ranger Suarez got the start in this one for Philadelphia, and Suarez goes well. seven and a third, seven hits, two runs allowed, only three strikeouts. But yeah. it was the story of this game is Musgrove who goes six innings, seven hits, six runs allowed for a guy that had not allowed more than two runs in a game all season long. Yeah, a couple of them were kind of like, I, I would say when you look at his Sear, Sierra, Sierra, yeah. after this, okay, he pitched pretty good. He got a couple bloop singles that got in. One time, you know, they had to shift, and the guy pulled it right over the, the infielder that's in the outfield, but in front of the outfielder. So he had like some, outside of the three-run shot he gave up, I still thought he pitched pretty good, so... If you're a Musgrave guy, I wouldn't jump off the wagon because it's a night's result. But if you're the Padres, it's alarming because with Machado out and Tatis still not having played this year, you need your best pitchers mm-hmm. to really toe the line, you know, to bridge this gap. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm trying to see if I can pull up uh, what his numbers were going in. So today, just in this game alone, uh, he had an ERA of 9 a FIP of 7.63, an XFIP of 4.28. So it would tell you that, yeah, expected uh, fielding independent pitching would have been better in this game. So, yeah, maybe some soft contact or things like that. Um, And then let's see, just today in terms of the batted balls, uh, let's see, ground ball percentage 60.9. Yeah, it it was the two shots. It was the Mm -hmm. the long ball. Yeah, It was was the uh, Kyle Schwarber and JT Real Muta going deep. Changes the whole uh, changes the whole game for you. It does. Yeah, uh, I'm glad that they changed the baseballs too, because whatever baseballs they were using, like the first month and a half, <laughs> I'm glad they whatever so, that temperature control humidor is, they adjusted it slightly. Well, this is what happened this week. It's very interesting. Major League Baseball sent a memo out to the entire league, and I believe it's actually what's the Thursday going? I think it's today or tomorrow is like the I don't want to call it a deadline. It's like the start date. Uh, but Major League Baseball sent a memo to all the teams about you, how to uniformly mud the baseball. So those of you that don't know, uh, every baseball that Major League Baseball uses gets rubbed with baseball rubbing mud. All the mud comes from a mud farm in Pequannock, New Jersey. And you take the mud and you rub it on the baseball to, you know, kind of give the pit a little grip some texture. on the ball. Some right. texture, yeah. yes. And so... Up until now, it's been up to the clubhouse attendants, right? Hey, they get a box of balls, take the balls out of the wrapper, grab your little rubbing mud, rub up the baseball, then put the baseballs in the humidor. That's the only thing Major League Baseball had said you have to do. Now, Major League Baseball send a memo out to all the teams saying, this is how you must handle the baseballs moving forward. You have to, and they and they actually have videos and images describing. You know, you take. You know, it's it's, it's the, the the mud has to be placed. You know, two fingers, slab the mud on counterclockwise or motion. You know, three spins, whatever. Coat the baseball <laughs> with the mud. Then the baseballs go back into the box, and then the box goes in the humidor. 
for whatever it is, 15 to 20 minutes. So they are looking for uniformity now with uh, uh, from park to park, yeah, everything. Right, they right. want everybody to handle the baseballs right. the same so exact consistency, way, yes. so that they don't have a uh, Tom Brady situation right. uh, where Deflate you know game. exactly. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting because I think the deadline or the start date is now this week. It's either today or tomorrow where everyone's going to have to do it the same way. So I'm wondering if any of these pitchers are going to start to notice maybe the ball feels a little different. Uh, maybe they have a better grip. I don't know, but it's going to be something to keep an eye on moving forward that there's going to be uniformity with uh, the way that the baseball. I can handled. fix it for baseball. They just won't listen. What's that? I'm watching the College World Series. Let's go to these aluminum bats. Oh, stop it. <laughs> College baseball needs to go to wood bats. It's been years and years in the, in the making. There's no reason why college baseball – there is one reason, and it's called money. But college baseball should be using wood bats. It's they just should not be using something, Scott, bats. about the sound. Yeah, well, imagine what it was. Now, in the mid-2000s, they actually changed the bats in uh-huh. college baseball and in high school baseball. They they restricted um, the buoyancy like, like, of the like bat or something the, like the exit velo, okay. right? And what they did was um, it, it it it's called BB cores, and they went to these BB core bats, which actually it's a little it's it's a little deader than the traditional aluminum ones that we knew growing up, and but still you're getting balls that are going you know. But it's so good feet. for a, a man's self confidence for his ego. I mean, you watch college baseball; everybody's a home run hitter. Yeah. Everybody. All these kids. Yeah. They're so good. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's some sub-200 batting average guys mm-hmm. in, the, in Major League Baseball right now who'd get 10-year, $300 million deals if they went to the aluminum <laughs> bat. Aluminum bat. <laughs> could you imagine Aaron Judge? First of all, could you imagine Giancarlo Stanton batting with an aluminum bat? In that stadium. The ball would go on to River <laughs> Avenue. Like, it, it's... It, 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 you, you know what happened? Fans would start getting hurt. The exit philosophy. Players will start getting so- hurt. You already have, I think it is, I think Jean Carlos Stanton leads the Major League Baseball in exit velocity off of his bat right now. And I think like Aaron Judge is like up there as well. The Yankees have like three of the top guys in exit below. Uh, could you imagine a third baseman or a pitcher? <laughs> if you add 20 miles per hour onto an exit below, they'd get killed. You can't use an aluminum bat. It's dangerous. College needs to go to wood bat, though. It needs to be uniform. Uh, you Let's know, make it happen in needs to be the same. From college baseball to the minors to Major League Baseball. Oh, and the pitch clock's coming, by the way. Oh, it should be. Pitch clock's coming, doing well. And last thing, listen, do away with the TV uh, strike zone if you're not going to use it. (laughs) He's Sean King. I'm Scott Sandberg. This is the Nightcap here on VSIN. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only, terms and conditions, and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. It's the Nightcap here on VEASAN. I'm Scott Seidenberg alongside Sean King and Sean, help me build a baseball bet okay. for Friday, okay? Do it. Uh, the Mets take on the Marlins, start of a weekend series uh, in Miami, and uh, National League Cy Young favorite Sandy Alcantara is on the hill for Miami. Sandy Day is the best day of the week. Mm-hmm. Tell everybody that. 
the Marlins are favored in this spot. Right now, about minus 130, minus 135. How do I back Sandy here? This is the thought process that I'm going to go through. Do I do Marlins in the first five innings? Mm -hmm. Probably a similar money line, minus 130, minus 140, something like that. Uh, Or do I go under what's likely going to be three and a half runs in the first five innings? I don't think we'll see a three being tossed out there. I think it'll be three and a half for the first five innings. Taiwan Walker pitches for the Mets. His most recent start was against the Marlins, where he dominated. I think he gave up just one run in six and two-thirds innings. How would you back Sandy here in this spot? Uh, I play it both ways. I take Marlins first five, mm-hmm. and I take under three and a half first five. Just the way Sandy's starts have gone, there hadn't really been more than one run you know, scored in these games. And some of it's the opposition and their pitcher, but a lot of it's the Marlins. You know, it's not like in there. They hit better at home than they do on the road. But so, I just think sometimes you take it for granted that when you have a pitcher mm-hmm. of Sandy's caliber on the, mi- on the mound, you so, don't feel like you yeah. got to get five runs that day to win. That's exactly. And to your point, so they scored. The last time he faced the Mets was obviously his last start. Uh, he won eight innings, allowed just two runs. Uh, the Marlins won six to two. Uh, but if you prior to that start, his run support, two runs, two runs, three runs, four runs, four runs. That's just in the last five starts prior to last game, the total runs that the Marlins have scored mm-hmm. in his starts. Now they had an 8-2 win over the uh, Nationals and an 11-3 win over Arizona. But then even prior to that, two runs, three runs, Five runs, zero runs, four runs, five runs. So it's not like the Marlins are scoring a ton of runs here. Um, And I think Walker, who was really good against them last time, I think he could limit them here again. This could be a one nothing first five innings. I agree with that. It wouldn't surprise me at all. You know, uh, there are a couple... You know, games tomorrow where I think are just auto plays. Like sometimes in baseball, I think we overthink certain things. Mm-hmm. And uh, for instance, tomorrow, Yankees have been hot as fish grease. But I'm getting Justin Verlander plus money for the first five minutes. He can't turn that down. Yeah, you, you got to take it. And if you lose it, okay. But you're very rarely going to get Verlander at almost even money to a, a slightly above even money, you know, opportunities. So he's coming off of a bad start. Mm-hmm. And, and you and I talked about this off there. Kind of like betting yes. guys Good pitchers off coming of off starts. of bad starts. As long as they're not injured. So he he only went three and two-thirds against Chicago. Nine hits, seven runs, four of them earned. Yep. And uh, that was a bad start for him. But Pro- I yeah. think, who was who do you oppose? Was uh was Cease the other pitcher, too? Because I think they lit up Cease. Wasn't it a high-scoring game? No, it was uh, Johnny Cueto. It was Johnny a 7 nothing game. I got you. Another game tomorrow, I think, is an autoplay for me. Braves getting plus money against the Dodgers. Take the Braves' first five and for the game. So the Braves against the Dodgers, Ian Anderson against Julio Urias, the Dodgers minus 135. Yeah, like the Braves have been hot. Braves at home. Uh, Let me see something about uh, just some guys here. I'm just looking at some uh, interesting numbers here. So Justin Verlander, um, 18th in baseball in XFIP with a uh, uh, 3.41 Three, uh, Sandy is next, 3.46. I'm just looking at the uh, pitchers this year. And, you know, like, let's look at whip leaders, okay? 
The top pitcher in Major League Baseball is Tony Gonsolin of the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. By the way, if I told you before the season, Sorry. the two best pitchers on the Dodgers were right. going to be Tyler Anderson and Tony Gonsolin, <laughs> and not Walker Bueller. Not, you know, it's like you would have been really uh, surprised there. Uh, Shane McClanahan is next at .85. Aaron Nola, .87. And then the fourth best pitcher in Major League Baseball in terms of whip, Justin Verlander, yeah. .89. Yeah. So you're getting him at plus money. It, it's so hard to bet against the Yankees. We say this all the time. But then again, Luis Severino did get roughed up a little bit in his uh, last start, giving up five runs on three hits in five innings. To the Blue and I Bears. think you're going to see some regression on that Yankee staff. Not because they're bad pitchers, but because they've been exceeding. they're pitching so yeah. well. Yeah, well I mean, they got heads. like three guys that have under a 2.7 mm-hmm. ERA. Like even at night, like the starter gave up six earned. So if you took the Astros' first five, you cashed that ticket. I kind of feel the same way tomorrow. Like if Verlander goes out, holds the Yankees to three hits, one run through five, that should be good enough to have the lead through five innings. Now, the Yankees have proven that they have a lot of mental toughness, that they're never out of it like they did tonight. They're at home. The balls seem to get out of the park a little quicker, you know, in Yankee Stadium than to do other places. But get Verlander, five innings, plus money. Let's go. I'm all for that. So speaking of pitchers coming off of bad starts, uh, Alec Manoa. I love them on the run line tomorrow. On the road. You're going, J- yeah. yeah, you're going to get the uh, full ninth inning. I love them tomorrow. And, and we talk about a bad start. Manoa gave up four runs against the Yankees uh, in a four nothing loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and in those four runs, it was uh, it was in the fourth inning. You had the Aaron Hicks bases loaded double, which made it three nothing. And then in the sixth inning, uh, he gives up a double to Isaiah Kiner for Leffa and just got no run support from the uh, Blue Jays. Uh, Jameson Tyone made that start for them. Alec Manoa is, I talk about, he's got a, uh, opponent's batting average is just slightly above 200 right now. Mm -hmm. He's more of a guy who's more dominant at home than he is on the road. Like he's, you know, virtually unhittable at home. But I do think that it is a bounce back spot for him on the road here against Adrian Hauser, a guy in Milwaukee who has been known to give up some runs, especially this season. Manoa right now, seventh in baseball with a .94 whip. Uh, His ERA is two. But his, you know, his FIP is two point nine one. So it's not like he's oh he's getting so lucky and right. he's due for regression. No, like this dude is just pitching good. And another way to play it, if you don't want to lay the sixty five cents on the game, you don't a guy that plays go, the run I'd, line. I'd go Blue Jays first five minus a half. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Play yeah. Blue Jays first five minus a half. You probably get minus one twenty. I would assume it'll be in that range minus one twenty five. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Let's see, because uh, some online books might have it. Uh, Blue Jays tomorrow. So right now I'm seeing Blue Jays minus 150 or so, minus 160. In the uh, first five? Well, in the first five, it's going to be higher. So if the game line is minus 160. But minus the half should knock it down. Exactly. Minus right. a half, you'll see minus 135. Right, which I said 25. Yeah, 30. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just doable. That's a play. Yeah, absolutely. That might be a play. I love Alec Manoa. He's, he's Him and Shane McClanahan are like my two favorite pitchers in the American if League. If the Blue year. Jays bullpen – was stop being. I don't so even want to talk about Jordan Romano. It cost me a loss the other day. I mean, uh, you know, it was four to two against the White Sox. Two outs, too. Two outs and nobody on base, and he gives up three consecutive hits to tie the game. We were watching it. That was the final leg of a uh, five leg sprinkle parlay for me because I went four and one with my picks that day, and I was going for the clean sweep five and zero. Oh. What I like to do sometimes, and I tell my audience this all the time, 
you know, I play my games. Mm -hmm. So if I have a five game card, I play my five games. And then you put the five together on a parlay. Yeah, just in case you get it all right. Yeah, and and not for much, just for like I said, you know, it's like like lunch money, like you know. So you know, I'll make some lunch at home the next day. But like, right? Whatever you. But if it hits. We celebrate. Then your you know? great days are really great exactly. days. Then yeah. we're celebrating. So Can I sell you on some Blue Jays at plus 900 no. to win the World Series? No. Not enough pitching behind uh, Manoa and Gossman? Not enough pitching uh, unless they make a move at the deadline and get like a you know big-time reliever. I don't like it. And I also, the reason why I'd say no is because of the competition in the American League. Yeah, it's tough now. If you're telling me Blue Jays-Yankees, first of all, I don't think the Blue Jays would beat the Rays in a seven-game series. What about the now Red you tell Sox? Me Blue Jays, no. Plus 25 to 1 right mm-hmm. now. Pavetta and crew have. Waka, Pavetta, those guys got to start pitching better. I mean, they have to be have some positive regression going to happen. I feel like the Red Sox are so similar to the Braves at this point last year. Maybe. It's a good, it's a, it's a, it's a good thought to have. Like, who is this year's Braves? Right. Who's a team that's floating around that you're going to get incredible odds on. And what's interesting is that a team that has such high potential that has been so bad this season that, you know, before the season, you the White had Sox, the White Sox. Yeah. And right now, 25 to one on the White Sox to win the World Series. But there's a problem with the White Sox. And it's a mathematical equation. I'll explain what that is coming up next. He's Sean King. I'm Scott Seidenberg in for Tim Murray. And no, it's not gonna, I'm not gonna get all nerdy and stuff. It's just a simple math equation. I just want to lay out something here. <laughs> saber metrics. With the White Sox. No, 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 I'm not getting the saber metrics here. <laughs> this is the nightcap here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Points Red Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want at the cost, is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com. Slash summer. Scott Seidenberg, back here with you alongside Sean King. This is the nightcap here on VSIN. I'm just checking out Woj's tweets, um, all the players that are signing contracts, the undrafted players. Uh, Ron Harper Jr. from Rutgers uh, has agreed to a two way deal with the Toronto Raptors. So right. Congratulations, Ron Harper Jr. Um, and I believe all the Lakers also signed a bunch of uh, famous children. For the summer league team, so uh, that could be interesting. You get—is uh, this right? What do we have? What do we have uh, for the Lakers and summer league? Scotty Pippen Jr. Okay, and Sharif O'Neal. Look at that. How about that? Couple I, of couple of you know. And I just went. I just went and bet Webb Simpson and uh, Scotty Scheffler to okay. win the uh, golf tournament. You go and do that. Good call on the web. Yeah, Webb Simpson. I owe you a drink guy. if he wins. All right, I'll take it. Uh, I, I, I teased out a math equation. Yes, you did. Before the break. And you said it wasn't sabermetrics. It's not sabermetrics. Uh, the Chicago White Sox right now are in third place in the American League Central Division. They are currently plus 160, the second favorite to win the American League Central. Mm-hmm. And to win the American League, the White Sox are your fourth favorite 
at 11 to 1. Ahead of them are only the Yankees, Astros, and Blue Jays. Okay. At 33 and 35 right now on the season, the White Sox have 98, 94 games left. If they were to play 500 baseball, which, again, it's not like I'm saying much. Yeah, they're under 500 doing, right, right They're now. basically doing that now. They're under 500 now. Right. If they play 500 baseball and go 47 and 47, that's only 80 wins. That's not a playoff team. In order to make the playoffs in the American League, maybe to win that division, what do we say? 89 wins? 88 wins? Right? Yeah, roughly. So if the White Sox go 55 and 39 for the rest of the year, that would give them 88 wins. Okay. Do you trust a White Sox team that is 33 and 35? With a minus 45 run differential to go 55 and 39 from this day forward. Hmm. 55 and 39 for a team. Now we're talking about yeah, now. Yeah, I trust. We're talking that. about going. That's, think about that. Yeah, I trust. That's 10. What is that? That's 16 games above 500. Mm-hmm. They have to go the rest of the season. They're two games under 500. Right now. Well, let me throw this And in the here. second half, let me give you their second half schedule. Okay. Okay, so after the All-Star break, obviously you have your division games. Series outside of their division. Colorado, Oakland, Kansas City, Texas, Kansas City. That's pretty, that's, that's doable. Well, Kansas City's in the division. I'm saying outside the division. Colorado, Oakland, Texas. Houston. Baltimore, Arizona. Seattle, Oakland, Colorado. San Diego. Yeah, I trust them, but let me let me tell you why. If you look at the American League, Scott, mm-hmm. and you take out the AL East, because AL East is by far the most superior league in all of baseball. Yep. Like the Rays are in fourth place at 37 and 32. Mm-hmm. The Toronto Blue Jays are in second place at 39 and 30. They're 13 games out of first place. Take away the AL East. There are only three other teams in the American League that are above 500. Guardians, the Twins, and the Mm -hmm. Astros. So. And there is an extra wild card team. Right. So So right now, if you're looking at the wild card standings, if the playoffs started today, your wild card teams will be the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, and the Twins. The the White Sox are four games back right now from being the the last. And the White Sox would be four and a half. The White Sox are four and a half games back right right now. And at some point, Minnesota and Cleveland have to have some kind of negative regression. Right? I feel like they're overachieving slightly. Maybe. So from a division standpoint, I think winning the division mm-hmm. is well within reach. And just when you look at the AL, I mean, if you can avoid the AL East, I mean, they're favored in almost all the other games outside of the Astros. Isn't it disgusting that the Yankees have a plus 146 run differential? It's unbelievable. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> this team is insane. You know what all, What else is fascinating? Everybody that I trust from a baseball evaluation standpoint said buy stock on the Detroit Tigers before this season started. Mm-hmm. Detroit has a minus 100 run differential. They, they have significantly underperformed. <laughs> and Detroit did have – well, they are injured, right? They do have a lot of injuries. And, and this was a team that had – high expectations going into the season, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
you know, whether it was Spencer Torkelson um, and, and Riley Green and, you know, even in the pitching staff, Casey Mize has, has been, you know, he's hurt. Tariq Skubal, though, is a fantastic guy on the top of your um, rotation. The Eduardo Rodriguez signing was a bust. He's away from the team now for personal reasons. You know, Pineda's hurt. So it's been a it's been a tough year for the Tigers. But minus one hundred. Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. They're a bad team. They they are a bad team. Uh, and on Friday, the Tigers will take on where are we? Tigers will face the Diamondbacks. Merrill Kelly on the hill uh, against uh, Rony Garcia and the Diamondbacks minus one sixty. <laughs> The Diamondbacks, to me, are one of the most improved teams in baseball. They're just unfortunate the division they reside in. Yeah, but still 32 and 39 in yeah. that division is yeah. pretty good. Yeah, they're, they're a team that I think is on the come. Mm. Possibly. Now, whether they can ever usurp the Giants, Padres, Dodgers, who can go out every offseason and purchase, yeah. you know, things to fill their deficiencies, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they'll ever catch up. But for a young team – they're a young team, not by stock. Like they play hard. They've got good pitching. Of course, they don't have, you know, a huge lineup from a hitting standpoint. So they can't afford yeah. to get those kind of guys. But they're a scrappy little team. There's some value on the Diamondbacks, especially when like Zach Gallon and when some of Zach those guys. Zach Gallon pitches, yeah. or even Merrill Kelly yeah. here, like he is on Friday night. Yeah, there's some value with them. I'll tell you what, though, Apple TV game. I hate. I have to go over. The, the, the Juice Ball Fridays, right? Juice Ball Fridays Juice on Apple TV. Juice Ball Friday. That is, you know, it, I'm kind of half joking, but like that's the thing going around the internet is the uh, Juice Ball Fridays and Apple TV games tend to always go over. So uh, we got the Juice Ball Friday, Apple TV game, Tigers and Diamondbacks over eight and a half. That's probably a play. You know, one division that, uh, <laughs> that kind of is sort of semi up for grabs would be the National League East. Philly. Kind of had a rough couple, three, four days. But before that, I think they won, what, nine, ten games in a row after they fired, uh, was it Joe Girardi? Mm -hmm. Braves are still If they make a move for the back end of that staff, are they a team that could? Yeah, I would buy in on the Phillies. I mean, I love the Phillies lineup. I would absolutely buy on them. And even right now, look, they're 37 and 34. They're a 30 plus 31 run differential. They are a tough team. Just beat the best, uh, second best pitcher in the National League right now in Joe Musgrove. Uh, the thing is, though, is that the Mets are in a great spot because they have built up. They had the luxury of playing so well at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. that they have built up a cushion to withstand this little slow run here. Right. And then when both Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer return, which is going to be in the next month, right? They're going to get both those pitchers back. Scherzer next week, allegedly. Yeah, this team is going to go on a, on a run and... Their new owner, Steve Cohn, has admittingly said that he'll spend whatever he needs to spend to make this team win a championship, which means at the trade deadline, they will acquire any type of contract that they need to acquire. So there's going to be a big name that's going to be available at the trade deadline, and the Mets might be one of the few teams that are in position to acquire a high-priced player because Steve Cohn doesn't care about any luxury tax. He'll pay whatever he has to pay. And also, remember, the National League uses the H this year. So mm-hmm. if you were to get a Joy Votto or somebody where you already have an established guy playing yeah. his position, sure. you can move that lineup around you yeah. know, because of the DH. So I like the Mets. I do. If, 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 if DeGrom had proven – because DeGrom is like Kershaw uh, for me. Like, I, I don't want to depend on him because he's <laughs> proven to be fragile. Mm. Like I feel like Scherzer's a bulldog. Like He'll yeah. fight through it, but – if I could be convinced that DeGrom's going to be healthy throughout the entire playoffs and be DeGrom, yeah. 
I mean, I think the, the Mets have a, a heck of an opportunity, more so than they've had in the last and, one. And you're going to place that long shot bet on Scherzer to win the Oh, yeah, out. absolutely. Scherzer's a bulldog. He's Sean King. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is the nightcap here on VSIN. Uh, the NBA draft is now in the books. Paolo. And uh, Paolo Boncaro. After all the steam last night, the roller coaster of emotions that not just uh, me, but we all went on with this uh, draft has finally come to a close so we can uh, celebrate and take a deep breath. Greg Peterson comes your way next with the look ahead right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you place your next bet, visit vcin.com for all the latest data and powerful betting tools. Start with our live odds, team comparisons, and previews for every game on the schedule. Then dive deeper with live tracking of betting trends and line movements. And don't miss our movements. And don't miss our movements. And don't miss our movements. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 